64-bit legend. Welcome. Legend of the game, like GoldenEye, I'm more than right. Yeah. The perfect dart is dreams that seem to come to life. 64-bit, the shit, it's as real as it yeah. gets. We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music, take your pick. Take your pick. With the news, pull up and crack a brew. Crack. Smoke one with the crew, Smoke. tune in and take a view. Watch. Hey yo, who came, survey time, who came to listen to some shitty ass podcast? Now who came to listen to the 64-bit legends? One more for the good guys. Bobby Caboose, as always, here with Melvin Troy, looking for that hot tag. We are tonight, we are the outsiders. Yes. Um, rest in peace, Scott Hall. It's yep. one day removed of uh, Scott's passing. Yeah. And uh, tried to do a little bit of an intro dedicated to him. Yeah. No, so. S- Scott Hall, I was, I saw that. And at first when I seen it on Twitter, I think like Kevin Nash put something out where he was like, oh, you know, basically that tells a story of what was going on. And at first I didn't read it all the way and I seen Scott and I thought he was talking about Scott Steiner. And yeah, I was like, good. we love Scott Steiner. No, I don't. Oh yeah, we don't. Fuck like Scott him. Steiner. I loved him until he fucking no showed us on that fucking cameo. Why they have to take a good saint like Scott Hall when they got a piece of shit like Scott Steiner out running around? Fucking, oh, I'm a big bad booty daddy genetic freak. Yeah, you're a genetic freak, all right. You're a freak of nature. You're you're a fucking stupid freak. <laughs> you're a stupid freak. You can't even do math right. You big dummy. Yeah, actually, I think all that math was correct. Well, whatever. But um, yeah, Scott Hall. Uh, he was going in for hip surgery. Yeah. And had three heart attacks on the table. Jesus Christ. And then he, uh, I think he was more of in the, like, uh, I don't know if he was in like a vegetative state, yeah. but they were on, he was on life support and the family was getting ready to take him off life support yesterday. So, um, you know, shout out to the Hall family. Yes. Um, Scott Hall is, uh, and Razor Ramon, you know, especially Razor Ramon. He's, uh, one of the main reasons I got into wrestling as a kid. Mm-hmm. His character, I think. You know, that era of wrestling, I'm pretty sure most kids that were growing up, that uh, your favorite wrestler was either probably Razor Ramon or Bret Hart, um, you know, and and Razor by far is a lot of people's favorite wrestlers of all, wrestler of all time. Was he like the first to do like the anti-hero type thing? Sort of like he, it was like he was so cool. Like I always say, like in 1994, him and Goldblum were the coolest people on earth. You know, okay. they just had the look, you know, they had the, 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 the sweet mullet, you know, the fucking wet hair. It was fucking awesome. Him and Goldblum. Hairy chest. Hairy chest. But, um, yeah, cause he was, uh, Ramon Razor, <laughs> Ramon, uh, Razor was a heel at the beginning, but he got over with the fans cause like they loved them. Like they, they loved the character. And then, yeah, it was kind of like an anti-hero where they had to ch- turn him face and because yeah. he was so fucking popular. Yeah, I mean, he, well, I mean, obviously, uh, he was a big part of the NWO. Yeah. That whole, that whole thing. I mean, that's what he did. A, from what I understand, him and, and Kevin Nash were the big injection of popularity to WCW. Yeah. And basically, the only pop that WCW really has, if you really look at it, from what I can gather from an outsider, mm-hmm. um, is the NWO run. Yeah, the NWO run. And they milked that thing to death. Yep. And they had contracts, like him and Kevin Nash had contracts to always be like 
one of the highest paid people on the company. So yeah. if someone got a raise, they got a raise. <laughs> so they really worked that deal. And uh, they actually, you know, ended up hooking up a lot of wrestlers with guaranteed deals and shit, and that was unheard of at the time. But, um, you know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty legit, though. I mean, um, the uh, the fact that... The fact that... Uh, he wasn't uh, that old, either. How old was he? He was five years younger than my dad, so um, 63... 63, okay. Or yeah, he was yeah. born in 58, so 63, 64. Yeah, all depending right. Depending if he had a birthday yet this yeah, year. Yes, so that's, that's, not, that's not too bad. I mean, Sting's out there still wrestling. At 60, yeah. Sting. Sting. Now, granted, he may not have had the, he, you know. Why the, is there a piece of popcorn right here? I was eating popcorn. <laughs> One Some, kernel. Sometimes I got I want to have a little popcorn, you know. It's it's nice to have. Um, But, yeah, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the... Uh, Kevin Nash, the Scott Kevin Hall, Nash. the Kevin Nash, yeah, the Kevin not Nash. to be confused with any imitating Kevin Nash's yeah. out there, um, or Tim Nash's. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the Kevin Nash, the Kevin Nash, Kev Dog. Uh, he, he, like they, they did like have a great thing going, and I feel honestly, again, as an outsider, just like one of them, as an outsider. I think that the idea of them being in the NWO and coming in the way they did as like, oh, you know, I'm, we're infiltrating WCW. Right. We're going to erode it from the inside out. And it was such a good idea. And I think the biggest mistake they did and really what was the cancer to erode what was great about the NWO, Hulk Hogan. See, Hulk Hogan made give it some popularity to turn him heel. But it then it just was like, okay, where do you go from there? Well, see, I think Hogan was a great idea because he's never been healed before. But yeah. um, the thing is, because, okay, the third guy was supposed to be Sting. Would you rather have Sting in the NWO or, uh, or Hogan? At least Hogan, like, Sting had, like, face paint. Like, their whole thing was reality-based, right? Yeah. And I know Hogan went, goes over, over the top on his promos. But, like, if it's reality-based and you have a guy with face paint on, yeah, you know you can't really take them serious as a as a reality based thing, because no one just walks around with fucking face paint unless you're ICP. Well, yeah, they do it all the time. It's fucking it's pretty normal. I guess I, I do it on the weekends, just at home alone. I've I've never seen you once it's because I do it in private. Oh, okay. But I I don't know. I think I honestly think they didn't even need a third person. I think they could have just came in and they were like, hey, we're just gonna like sneak attack, and they would have done sneak attacks for a year. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like they did, like Fandango did, but with not wrestling for all that time. Yeah, like, oh, he didn't say he my just, name right. He would just dance. Yeah, he would just dance, and then he wouldn't wrestle. They did that. He didn't he do it for like a year. Yeah, it was. That was great. It, it was ridiculous. That was what got me back into wrestling after ridiculous. taking like a decade plus off. It was ridiculous. It was the best, and that's what they should have done with them. They should have just came out, not even had matches, just beat up people in the. Well, they kind of did for a while. Oh, like, did they? They, yeah, they were they were just beating up people for like a good four months. Okay, well, so this exposes that I for for the listener out there that might get upset. Be like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about because yeah. I don't, I'm not very knowledgeable on wrestling. But I don't know. I think Hogan wasn't a good idea. I think Hogan would have eventually become a good idea when you're ready to jump the shark. But to start it with Hogan, I think well, was... it didn't start with Hogan either. Oh, like I said, I there was a couple months before Hogan like was introduced into the group. Oh, so it was right. it was Nash and Hall just beating people up, like you said. Oh, all and right. And then Hogan. 
like they needed a third guy. They okay. needed they just needed to grow. Well, I'm glad that they took my idea then and yeah, were able they to did. utilize it. Yeah, I'm glad I was able to contribute. Well, that's good. You know? <laughs> so, sometimes I'm so I'm glad they did exactly what I wanted them to do. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just don't know uh that your influence has that big of an influence on people. But no, you know, I I um like I said, Razor Ramon and the Scott Hall, like Razor Ramon character and Scott Hall, you know, they're the same person, but they uh that was a big influence on me like starting to like wrestle or like you know I, I watch wrestling and like I remember he was like my first favorite wrestler mm-hmm. and um and kind of got me hooked into wrestling for pretty much the rest of my life so far mm-hmm. and um you know it sucks that he's gone but it's you know I didn't know the guy you know it, 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 I'm not that affected by it but you yeah. know it, it does suck but that he's gone I can't even fucking talk you're all choked up. I am. This choked is up. an emotional moment. <laughs> but um, you know, I kind of grazed the question off air. You know, about someone or something that got you into something that you enjoy now. Okay. And yeah. and you know, Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall was it for me for wrestling. Yeah, it was. Uh, I guess you could say not necessarily influence because you don't wrestle, but yeah, it was like yeah, it was the catalyst. Yes. To get you in there, you're like just I like, like Goldblum. Was the catalyst for you liking Jurassic Park? Because, hey. I think the dinosaurs is what got me. No, no, no. It was Goldblum. I mean, but Goldblum is what kept me. Yes. So. Goldblum was the Hogan. Yeah, okay. He was the hook. Yeah. So. But the dinosaurs are what really dragged me into it. So, you know, take you back to 1994, the two coolest people on earth, Razor Ramon. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum. I, I mean, I'll give it to Gold. I don't know. Ray, uh, Razor Ramon seemed cool, but see, I wasn't a I wasn't a wrestling kid. I was into wrestling, very short, very short period of time, and it was during the time of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon going at it head to head on a regular basis. First major ma- major story lead up was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Eventually, was there was a pay per view where Stone Cold Steve Austin Undertaker had. A whatever buried alive yeah. match or something, tombstone match or something. A shit. buried alive, buried alive. Yeah, he yeah. put he put him in a hole. Yeah, well, he didn't put a, he didn't use a tombstone in any way. Oh, okay. Well, well maybe his finisher, but not an actual piece of rock. Well, well, here's the thing: I never saw that pay per view because I didn't understand the model. If I would have known, that, like, hey, this is all going to lead up to something, and you're not going to be able to watch it, I'd be like, ah, oh, I wouldn't have wasted my time. But I remember I was like in the fifth grade. And they, someone was like, oh, you should watch wrestling. And I started watching it. And I started, and there was like the drama. There was the story of like, oh, the Stone Cold and the Undertaker, they don't like each other. Yeah. And just, they're pulling pranks. It's and, a fucking soap opera. Yeah. For males. And I would watch a little bit of it. I couldn't watch the whole thing because I couldn't stay up that late. But Same. I had to record it. Yeah, I'd watch like the first half hour. And then uh, I kept doing that. And then all of a sudden, the pay-per-view happened. I, um, I, I, I missed that. And I was like, well, shit. I guess the Undertaker, st- uh, who won that? Was it Stone Cold? Won that? I don't, I don't recall. Well, let's just say that the Undertaker lost, because I don't know. Somebody out there probably knows, and just, we'll put it in the comments. But let's just say for happenstance, Undertaker lost. So when I watched it, I'm like, okay, so I guess Undertaker's gone. They just wrote him out of the story. No, he can't, he's there. He's just doing other stuff now. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You can't just have him just roaming the hallways of the of the uh, arena. When Stone Cold's there, yeah, they don't get along. No, and Stone Cold beat him up. I thought that was the end. I thought that was the whole deal was he's supposed to kill him. I didn't know. Dude, there was a kid that I went to school with that thought like they died after. And I'm like, yeah, that's what, what I was hoping for. 
Or Mankind? I was like, well, fuck, Mankind's scary. I don't know about that guy. <laughs> He's squealing in a boiler room. Yeah, I was like, well, when did they kill that guy? <laughs> like, when did they... Someone's got to shoot him or something. Oh, and that's, why I, that's what I loved about the... Um, the uh, uh, Pillman era was when they brought in weaponry, <laughs> guns. Yeah, they brought. They need to bring back the Pillman era, when they had. What, what did he call his gun? The Stone Pil- Cold Pillman nine millimeter. The Pil- yeah, he had the Pillman nine millimeter that he. To would, beat Austin three sixty. Yeah, he was always brandishing it. He was always. I got my Pillman nine millimeter. Don't fuck with it me. It was one time. Did it like on a weekly basis? No, it was one time. He was always he was always like lifting his shirt up and be like, "Don't make me use this." No, he didn't. I could have sworn no, he, did. he didn't. What the the Pillman era, as you know it, was one week. The Pillman era was like a two year long thing, three four years or something. No. Pillman and Austin were on top of the world. They couldn't be stopped. <laughs> They only had the gun one week, and that's what you refer to every time. <laughs> I thought they were like shooting each other. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin came with like a gun and was gonna break into his house. No, he like, broke into his house and Pillman had the gun, and then it just cut off. I could have sworn there was a shootout. There was no <laughs> there shootout. Should have been, dude. Someone should have got shot, not killed, but like wounded. <laughs> like he got shot in the leg or something. Limping off. Yeah. Like, oh, that would have been perfect, like, and they would have had like a f- real firefight. Yeah, they'll have a firefight a match. Fire fest. Yeah, that was see. That's what got me into wrestling was weaponry. Weapon. I, yeah. I liked that. That's, okay, but that and then the Stone Cold versus Vince storyline because and here's why. Here's what really got me into that one is I knew about it, but you know, passively yeah. catching it on TV now and again or someone talking about it, but. The one show I would watch on a weekly basis that would have pre-planned matches, Celebrity Deathmatch. Cele- yep. And Celebrity Deathmatch had a Vince versus Stone Cold. There was Stone Cold was like a co-host yeah. on there for a while. Yeah, he was with the two other dudes. Yeah, like they fucking wasn't one a, like named Gomez. Gomez, yeah, Gomez, and I forget the other guy. Uh, there was like a guy with a mustache and then a guy with like black hair. And then they had the uh, Mills Lane. In Mil- Judge Mills Lane. Yep. yep. Yep, Judge Mills Lane would have the and those were those, those were awesome. Were sweet. Yeah. They had like Marilyn Manson versus Eminem, I think. Yeah, and then they had like the Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. And they what, had Britney versus Christina. What was interesting is is that it they were the turn. Think about the turnaround time on that, right? Because it was fairly topical. Yeah, like artists come and go. Mm-hmm. So for somebody like now, now luckily for them, like someone like Eminem did stick around right. for a while, but I'm sure if you go through some of the archives of some of the, the older episodes, there's going to be people like, who was that guy again? And, right. but they just, they had to throw it in there. But the fact that they were able to do claymation that quickly and it was just funny. I yeah. It was, it was cool. Cause like they, like your, your weaponry, they would use weaponry yeah. all the time. Yeah. And people would die. Yeah. That's what I expect at the end of a fight. If you're not fighting to the death, you're not fighting. But that that I do like celebrity deathmatch, man. I miss. I, I wish they would bring that back. I think they tried to at yeah. one point, and it just wasn't the same. No, and they did like different voices, and they just they, people people just when they try to do it, and especially nowadays, they had the same problem with Beavis and Butthead. Back in the day, there were only a set amount of channels, yeah. and the only form of entertainment you can get was the TV. Right, that was it. And now you're competing with the internet. Like, I remember Beavis and Butthead, instead, when they brought that back, instead of them just watching music videos, they were watching, like, viral videos. Yeah, like fucking being like Tosh. Yeah, and it was like, okay, but the, it, you're not, like, 
there's you're, I don't know they're they're not able to gatekeep the the information like they used to like right. there was only one way to get comical commentary on a music video and it would be the butthead yeah. that was it there was nobody else doing it and now you got like Shaq upload Shaq <laughs> upload yeah Taj is doing his thing yeah you know, Rob D- Diedrich is yeah. so ridiculous yeah it's, it's ridiculousness it's yeah it's completely out of control but um, yeah celebrity deathmatch was. Uh, was a prime show. Like it was fucking awesome. Like I, I used. To, I think it came out on Saturday nights, mm-hmm. and I'd watch that because uh, I think re- real wrestling was on right before it. Mm-hmm. And then I would watch that, and dude, you they would fight to the death, like you said, and I would, I'd be super excited. Why is my fucking flashlight on my phone? Oh, you were looking. You were looking in the darkness. I guess. <laughs> I was like, were... why is there a reflection on this pen? Um. No, see, for for me, yeah, wrestling that was pretty much it. And then then there was a little bit uh, of like The Rock, you know. I'd watch a little bit of Sm- when SmackDown was a thing. I was yeah. able to watch it more. Well, it's still a thing. Well, yeah, but it's not as much of a thing. Like back in the on the UPN days, okay. SmackDown was like the biggest thing ever. All it right. was like it, it was as big as the Super Bowl. I don't every, know. Every like Sunday or whatever. It was it was Thursdays. Thursdays, Thursday. Yeah, I was open. <laughs> watching fucking SmackDown. Now the Smack SmackDown, I did re- I watched some of that where it would be like The Rock and there was some more Mankind <laughs> and like the Dudley Boys. You got the Dudleys. Du- welcome to Dudleyville. We've talked about the Rock yeah. Dudley match, which by the way, fucking Sam was able to back me up. For those that don't remember or, or don't know what I'm talking about, the one of the few times I went to see uh, a, a SmackDown live as a child. It was there was this great match? It was a lumberjack match, which is my favorite match of all time. If there's a wrestling match of any type that I want, it's a lumberjack match. And it was the Dudley's handicap lumberjack. This never happened. Dudley's versus The Rock. They're going at it. They're fighting each other. Lumberjacks are lumberjacking and doing their thing out there. <laughs> lumberjacking off. Yeah. And then they go, you know, look, they, they, one of the Dudleys, or maybe both Dudleys, bounce off a rope. The Rock's bouncing off the rope at the same time. It looks like he's going to set up for a people's elbow. They stop mid-ring. They look at each other. They look at the Lumberjacks. They look back at each other. They look back at the Lumberjacks. They look back at each other. Look back at the Lumberjacks. And then they both dive out of the ring and beat up all the Lumberjacks. And I was like, oh, my God. And for the longest time, nobody knew what I was talking about when I referenced that match, except for Sam. Sam W.O. was able to come in and rescue me. This never happened. And and say that it wasn't fake news. It was definitely fake news. Probably in the somewhere around 2000 to 2001. No, it wasn't 2001. It had to have been like 99 to 2000 in that range. Yeah. And it was the best thing ever. And that was the peak wrestling for me. And then after that, I was like, I, nothing can beat that. I'm done. And it I never even out. happened. It never even happened. It did happen. It never happened. It happened. It happened. That's more of a. That's more real to me than even the Pillman era. <laughs> so. Neither happened. There was never a Pillman era, and this match never happened. But um, speaking of Celebrity Death Edge, MTV, oh, I brought yes. up to you the dating shows yes. that used to be on. MTV, and then I think somewhere on like that, like maybe WB. I don't think it was UPN. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was a Limitate. Limitate, yes. Fifth Wheel. Oh, Fifth Wheel. 
Um, there was well, there there was blind date, blind date, which was always awkward. Yep. Um, and then there uh, the MTV ones had Room Raiders and yep. Next, where they get off the bus. Yep. And I think there was one other one that I can't there, think of. Uh, there was one with the parents, like the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, parental. Uh, parental control. Parental control. Yeah, where like the parents would have to like eliminate whether or not they date the person or not. Well, the person had uh, for parental control. They actually they were dating someone already. Yeah. And then each parent got to pick a dude or a chick for mm-hmm. them to go on a date with, and they get to pick between mom or dad's date mm-hmm. or their current spouse or. Not spouse, but boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they get so they get to like compare. And you know what was crazy about that? Because I was just dumb enough to believe it at the time. It just that that parental control one. I'd be like, dude, I wouldn't let my parents tell me who I could date. What kind of world are we living in? Right. Little did I know, they probably nothing probably happened at the end. Yeah. They just nothing was probably real. No. Um, But like, how would you feel if like (laughs) if you're like girlfriend's mom and dad got someone else for her to date and then you're sitting there watching the date with them like i would just be like okay well i'm done with you yeah no i would be like i'm not having this like why are you letting your parents do this and they're like i don't know i can't control it i'm like well i guess All i right, guess well, we're just done yeah. you have no control over your life like that um but i just you know i like that one i, I like the mtv ones well i liked all of them i i fucking watched all of them when you know you're you're home during the summer mm-hmm. and you know there's there's no one doing anything and you're just sit at, sitting at home watching TV. You watch fucking Room Raiders with them bringing out the fucking blue light and seeing all the jism all we, over the place. Yeah, they would do. They would they bring out that blue light and there was just shit everywhere. There's just jism all over the place. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on in your room? And yeah. And you would see these rooms, and you're like, no one's room looks like this. No. Like, why is your room, like, look was, like no one's been in it for, like, a year? It's the most insane thing ever. Like, I don't know. And on top of that, so then, to make matters worse, you have them going through the room, and then they would, like, did they plant stuff? Did people, like, well, it had to be all be planted, because yeah. it's fake. What am I talking about? Jesus Christ. I was thinking, like, what if someone planted it to try to win over? I'm like, everything is fake. Right. But they would be like, they would pick up, like, a fucking, like, Spider-Man shirt. And she'd be like, oh, he's into comics? Yeah. Or, like, stupid shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I like room number two because he had, like, three trophies on his fucking. So that means he's athletic. No, they're probably our fucking participation trophies. And all these dudes and all these chicks are, like, from, like, those modeling agencies. Oh, yeah. That fucking you see at the mall where you pay fucking 200 bucks to become a air quote model. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we knew people that got suckered into that. Um, Let's go take model shots at Stony Creek. Yeah. I have a feeling one of them got molested. I just got to say. And I, th- and I think we know who. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He d- the one that didn't have a clown mom. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. The he one got- that didn't have a clown That's mom. That's what they were, they were working toward him the entire time. That's a joke that about two people are going to get. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Um, Hashtag clown mom. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, fuck. What was? Oh, oh. So you brought up a good point with the with the fucking the dating shows because they were cringe before internet cringe. Right. Like internet cringe. It's so easy to find cringe nowadays. Like you could literally just go and type cringe, cringe and you'll find cringy videos all the time of yeah. people doing weird shit. 
But but like shows like those dating shows in particular, I remember Blind Date being yeah. pretty cringy. I feel like, like okay. I feel like the MTV ones weren't cringy. I feel like the WB ones yes. were very cringy, like the Eliminate, mm-hmm. um, the Fifth Wheel. Yep. And I, I forgot what fifth, like how they did Fifth Wheel. Was it like two couples and then just a fifth person? I think yeah, the other person had to like horn in on like one of the couples so, yeah, or something. I, I don't know. I remember though there was one. I just I'll never forget it, and I forget which one of these shows. It might have been Eliminate. But it was a dude, and his whole like gimmick was that he carried around a dictionary, and he he just had it on because he he, he tried to sound look so cool. And again, this is pre-internet. I will say one thing about the internet that's great is it makes people check themselves every now and again before they wreck themselves. Yes. Because they'll they'll be able to be like, ooh, I just watched somebody do some cringy shit. I'll never do that. Right. I'll make sure not to do that. Whereas in back in the day, you didn't have that. You were able to sucker some people near you into your bullshit, and those that were, didn't believe you just wouldn't come around right. again. So you never really got authentic feedback, and you just be a, 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 a perpetual cringe lord. That's why if you notice people that are like anti-internet, yeah. Like, they just don't internet. Like, I'm not talking about people that don't do social media. That's different. I'm talking about people that literally will say, I don't do internet. I only use a flip phone. Those people tend to be cringy because they don't. My dad? Well, he goes on the internet, yeah, but he is a flip phone. Yeah, your dad's cringy. Tell your dad I told, call him a cringe lord. Tell He's going to be like, what? I don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> cool yeah. story, bro. But he does have a flip phone. But anyway, he this dude had a dictionary, and his whole gimmick is like, oh, I have a dictionary because I like to check people in their words, and I like to use words properly. <laughs> and then somebody was like, oh, he basically had to check him and be like, oh, yeah, what's a pet peeve? And he was basically said a pet peeve it was a hobby. It was basically his definition. And they're like, what? You don't even know what a definition of pet peeve is? Wait, the guy with the dictionary? Guy with a dictionary didn't know what a pet peeve was. No, did he look it up? Um, he tried to desperately, but he didn't want to look it up right away. And then he tried, and he's like flipping because he's, he's got a little pocket dictionary. You know how pain, much of a pain in the ass that is. A little Webster. Yeah, he's just looking at this little Webster dictionary. He's just trying to flip through it, look up what a pet peeve is, and then he's just trying to talk at the same time. And he's just falling apart at the seams, and everybody could see through his ruse that he doesn't know what he's talking about. In fact, he's actually dumber than everybody could imagine because he's carrying around a pocket dictionary and doesn't know what a pet peeve is. See, Those I like, show sucks. See, see, I like the I like next when they came off the bus. And they would like they'd be like telling the other people they're like all right I'm gonna get her you know you good luck you guys are gonna just stay on the bus and then they walk out like all confident mm-hmm. and like they're like all right I'm gonna do this to and like try to break the ice <laughs> they get off the bus and she'd be like next and he'd be like all right and just <laughs> fucking walk right back onto the bus yeah they do like a little pose and then fucking walk right back on <laughs> it was fucking awesome yeah that was- I always wanted to be on one of those shows. You know what it was it kind of uh, hit me because you brought up the MTV dating shows. We were talking about it the other day, even, and um, um, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, they, they don't, re- they may have some form of them. I don't think they do not, it at all. I don't. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think they really do. I think the closest dating show that MTV currently has is Catfish. Yeah. And honestly, that if you look at that show, I was thinking about this. If you look at that show, that show is essentially set up the same way as a date as the old dating shows were, but they're just sadder. Right. They're just it's it's somebody being like, 
hey, I'm talking to somebody. I really, really like them. But it could be a dude. And it could, or it could just be somebody ugly or old or whatever, deformed. Yeah. And then it's like meeting reality and them rejecting them. And everybody just feels bad. (laughs) Nobody feels like, ha, that guy was stupid and silly. And I can't believe these people would be on this show. It goes from that to now Catfish is like, Damn, the world is a fucking dark, twisted place. Imagine if it like was like really real, yeah. and you, like we're sitting here doing a podcast. I'm like, hey, man, I got, I got, I'm getting a phone call. Hello, hey, Neve. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, I know the show, Neve. <laughs> what do you want? Well, fucking Angela says you've been catfishing her. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I no, I can't Facetime. I'm doing a podcast. I can never Facetime. Oh my god! But no, you know they. Speaking of that, that like they could have, they could actually have, like with the with the technology and the social media, they could actually have pretty cool dating shows right now. Yeah, like they if you put some thought into it, like you could have something like FaceTime shit or or whatever, like with mm-hmm. using social media and stuff, or like instead of roommates, they go on their fucking Facebook profile or some shit and look through their pictures or something. Yeah, you know what I mean, or like you well, know, like you kind of stalk somebody. Yeah, if I think I think the problem nowadays is people are too much too cynical and they're just a bunch of sad people because uh, the only two major dating shows I can even think of that even fit that in, that fit into some sort of like category and I have the same general effect of hey here's the bait here's the reveal of what it is is catfish and whatever the current version of uh, to catch a predator <laughs> I was gonna say the bachelor maybe no those two shows, I think it's called Handsome vs. Predator now, or whatever. Chris Hansen's doing something. Why is that doing. a version of a dating show? Because it's the same format. It's the, hey, there's this guy, he's saying all these things, and little does he know... That's not a dating show, that's behind, just catfish, but with a predator. Behind this door is the law. And he's the long to, dick of the law. Yeah, he's trying to have an illegal relationship, like, and we're not gonna think. Imagine they they pull back a curtain, and it's the return of retarded Bernstein. Yeah, he's it's like looking off to the corner. So fucking imagine. Yeah, it's the imagine the host. Imagine instead of Chris Hansen doing that show, imagine if it was like the host. Do you remember the the cringy host from uh, Blind Date? Yes. Okay, the little short guy? Yeah. Okay, so imagine that guy hosting that, and he's like, yeah, behind this door, this guy's looking for young love, and you know what? He thinks he's going to be getting something that is highly illegal. <laughs> but little does he know is that as soon as he walks in here, he's going to have himself a brand new dance partner called the police. <laughs> And they are going to tackle him and give him a beating of his life. <laughs> they re- they reveal the door and the, the police is just taking a picture yeah. with their phone. Yeah. Or like it's like their mom. Yeah. No, that would be even better. See, that's a way to do it where it's like they, in- they invite the whole family. It's just like a huge embarrassment. Instead of instead of the instead of the uh, Chris Hansen and the decoy in that kitchen with cookies, it's he walks in and it's his whole family there because they think that they're going to meet his new wife. And they've set him up because he's an actually a pedophile and he's going to expose them. I I, I, I like then, I like how in that show 
Not the show you're talking about. No. Catch a predator. That they bring like a six pack. Yeah. He's like, they're like, they're like, well, what were you expecting? Well, I was just coming to the house to make sure they were okay. Yeah. Like, I just didn't want anything to happen to them. Oh, yeah, why did you bring beer? Well, I just walked back from the store. Yeah, it's thirsty. Yeah, I was going to my house, but I I really wanted to make sure this 12-year-old was okay. Well, we were- And then they bring up the conversations. Yeah. Like, why did you ask what color panties she was wearing? Yeah. Well, you know, I I was I have a daughter my myself. Yeah. I want to know what's in. <laughs> what's hot in the streets? Yeah. My son told me he was just doing taxes and chopping onions. I didn't believe him. And I wanted to check Chris, that out. Chris Hansen's like, look, if you don't go to the Bronx and get me some Cambodian breast milk, I'm shutting this whole operation down. Yeah, I'm shutting down the studio. Cops are like, like, oh, come on. The guy, that one cop, he's dressed like a bush. (laughs) Fuck, he's all bummed. He's dressed like a bush. Dude, have you ever seen that? I was watching the Catch a Predator on stream like a few months ago, and we were going through like the classic ones. Yeah. And there was one of the early ones. They had so many cops, and they had one dressed as a bush. So the guy would come out, Hanson would be like, basically after he grilled him, be like, all right, you're free to go. And then he would come out, and the cops would come up the driveway, and he's like, oh, shit. And while he's standing there staring at the cops, another <laughs> cop dresses a bush, comes to the side and tackles him. <laughs> out of nowhere. For no reason. <laughs> There's no reason for me to be in that bush. He's like, no he's like, look, look at the camera and say, I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. And he, he's drinking a PBR. It all circles around. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That was so... Anyway, that's the modern <laughs> dating show for you. That's what society has gotten to. I think it's gotten to, like, 16 and pregnant. There's that, too. That's not even, like, a thing. Like, I remember when that show started, it was, like, supposed to be shocking. And now it's, like, whatever. Right. Now the people on there are, like, in their 20s. Yeah. It's I'm a, like, wait, what? The, that was another one. I was flipping through the channels on Pluto, and they have, like, Teen Mom... But it's the same mom that was a teen, and now they're in their 20s. Right. And I'm like, but they're not a teen mom anymore. They're just a single mom. Yeah. Like, And they got money, because they've been doing this show for, like, 10 years. <laughs> they went from being, like, in, like, a one-room apartment, now they got, like, a fucking nice ranch. Yeah. Like, better than, better than our houses. They're, yeah, they're, like, an online influencer. Sunny California. Cal- yeah. And they're just like, I don't know. Like, the kid's dad comes by, and he just... He, he just doesn't seem to... He hasn't he's, gotten it together yet. Yeah, he's wearing basketball shorts and, like, the newest Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have a job, but he has, like, a bunch of money. Yeah. I'm like, man, I don't know. What's this, where's the drama in this? <laughs> this this kind of worked out for everyone. Yeah, that kid's going to be loving his life. Right. <laughs> no, the... Uh, yeah, that... Well, that Pluto side note, because this all started because I was watching that Pluto TV. Yeah. The streaming. And you were trying free- to find Degrassi. With Jimmy it. in the wheelchair? Well, this is what I was telling you. I found it last night. What, Jimmy in the wheelchair? Yes. I found the episode that led to even him getting Ooh. in the wheelchair. So it's on Pluto. Started from, started in a wheelchair, now I'm here. They have the entire series on demand. Oh, God. Now there's commercials, but it's on demand. And I was I was pulled it up while I was streaming the other night. 
but I want to go through and I want to watch. I want. I don't want to watch all of them because the first two seasons suck. Mm-hmm. It's like season. What with Jimmy? Well, Jimmy's in it, but they're all really young. It's like season three and beyond. It starts to get edgier. That's that's where Rick comes in dating Terry. Which, by the way, remember Terry was supposed to be the fat girl. Yeah. And Rick was Isn't like she the hot? weirdo. Well, she's not. Hot. I mean, she's attractive, but she's not like in today's standards, like. She's not fat at all. Right. Like back in the day, yes, she wasn't able to wear low cut jeans and have her belly, her, her tummy hanging. Yeah, because she was just a thick girl. She was just a thick girl. Nowadays, she's, she, she's two, two C's thick. Yeah. Like she's not even that bad. So, I just always hated Emma. It was Emma, right? Emma was like she yeah. got gonorrhea of the throat or whatever. Yeah, and she and was. She was. Uh, her dad was like the counselor. Yeah, and she was I like super her. skinny and yeah, weird. I didn't yeah. like her. I didn't like Emma. She was like a teacher's pet. I then didn't there, like her. Yeah, there was uh, uh, um, uh, JT. I didn't like JT. See, I don't, I don't remember too much. JT, I want to say... I was say, stoned out of my mind when I was watching this at Joe's apartment. Listen to that uh, fucking episode. I would say there was some good There was some good episodes. Then it was uh, I, Spinner. Spinner was just a dumb idiot. Yeah. Fucking, because um, you know who Spin, Spinner, honestly, well, I'm not going to say it now. He reminds me of somebody, but now it's going to sound like an insult, and I don't mean it that way. <laughs> Because I just called well, him a big you, dumb idiot. Yeah, now you got to say it. All right. I need to know who you're talking so, about. So when Spinner isn't a big dumb idiot, he reminds me of Moose. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I always got that vibe from Spinner. Like, he always had a minus the big, because Moose isn't a big dumb idiot. Right. But Spinner, like, I don't know. He had, like, the same style, I think. He had, like, the, the, never mind. <laughs> I gotta, I'll go talk to him now. Moose is going to come over here and whoop your ass. Yeah. He's going to, you going to be Spinner, motherfucker? <laughs> Go no. fuck yourself. No. Not like that. Listen, you guys had good style. You guys had the same Why style. Why am I saying you guys? You guys had... Are you talking about me now? No, Sim and Spinner. No. They were killing it. Moose and Spinner were killing it. They were fucking... They See, were... I, I feel like I'm more Rick. <laughs> you want to shot Jimmy? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just mentally unstable. <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit. Oh man, I, I th- that's the thing though. Um, I was as you get further into that show, like every kid has like an issue. Yeah. Like that's a that whole for a Canadian school, they're pretty fucked up. Like every character was like, there was the there was the girl who was a cutter. There was Paige. She was the popular girl, but she ended up getting sexually assaulted yep. by a hockey player. Of course, they're Canadians. Or maybe it was a lacrosse player, but whatever. And then there was, um, there was, well, Jimmy's in a wheelchair. He gets up getting shot. And he, like, raps in it, too. Yeah. And it's like, what happened to you, Drake? You know I mean, why can't you go do your Jimmy raps? Started in a wheelchair, now I'm here. That's the, that's the thing with Drake. Another, we're gonna go down another. Tan- we're two tangents deep, but let's follow this through so we can get ourselves back out. <laughs> Fucking, you gotta dig yourself out. Yeah, Drake. Here's the problem with Drake. Drake came on the scene as Drake after Jimmy. Yeah, and he came in young money in it, and he's trying to be all like s- swagging like he's a fucking, like he's thugged out, and motherfuckers Jimmy in a wheelchair. And I remember when when I first heard of Drake, I was like, who's Drake? And they're like, oh, it's this guy. I was like, isn't that the guy from Degrassi? And they're like, wh-? people were like, what? I was like, Degrassi, Jimmy in a wheelchair. Yeah. And people that, there, there were girls that didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, how do you not know this? Right. 
Like, how do you, but, well, here's the deal, because I was, I dropped out of college for a little bit before I went back, so I was, like, a couple years older than most of the people I went to college with, so it was, like. Yeah, but we, like, you were, old, you were, like, you shouldn't have been watching Degrassi at, at that age. Like, they should have been. We were watching Degrassi because we were stoned at Joe's, <laughs> well, and that was the only channel that he got. But Degrassi. Degrassi was a good show. It was edgy. I remember when there was cast members of Degrassi came to Lakeside. Oh. Yeah, I remember I was working at Hollister. They came to the mall, and they fucking, uh, the dude, the mall was crazy. I went to fucking uh, Mrs. Fields to get my free cookie in a, in a <laughs> Coke since I worked at the mall, and I couldn't get there. And someone was, I was like, what's going on here? It was like the middle of summer, and they're like, oh, the cast of Degrassi's here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is, is it Spinner? Spinner didn't show up, unfortunately. <laughs> but Moose did. Moose was there. They thought he was Spinner. That's like, actually the cast wasn't even there. It was just Moose. They're like, is it Spinner? No. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was Moose and the Booty Goon Posse. <laughs> the Booty Yeah. <laughs> Moose, we love you, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, but anyway, all right. So we got anyway. Uh. To, to wrap that that thought up, Degrassi, we're gonna have to go and watch it yeah. sometime, and we'll report back on it. Or we could do a watch along. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we'll do we'll do something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. Figure we it figure out. it out like Summer Sanders. Yes, yes, yes. And um, you can be Danny Tamborelli. <laughs> Danny Tamborelli. What is that? What did that man do with his life? He was Little Pete, and then he <laughs> just he just did figure it out forever until that show ran its course. I mean. <laughs> Him and Lori Beth, and then oh, and then he be, then he went to all that when he was like a adult. Well, he it, it, he was on all that before figured out. I oh, believe. was he? I believe so. I think that was like around the same time. He's like Keenan Thompson though. Like Keenan Thompson went from all that, and then he did he did some shit. Is movies. all that still on? Because I know they brought it back. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't have Nickelodeon. Like because Lori Beth Denberg was in there. Yeah, and, and well, Keenan produced it because Keenan. Is on, he's on a grown up uh, all that now called Saturday Night Live. Did you know Keenan's been on Saturday Night Live the for longest. like 10 years? He, he's, I think longer than that. Like, he's the longest running cast member, I think, ever. And I'll be honest, this is partly why I don't like uh, Saturday Night Live, is because his, sucks. his skits are this. Like, if you would have put his skits now on Saturday Night Live on all that, they would be okay. <laughs> but they're like. I still would rather see Bag and Sag and Barry. If he, dude. That's what he needs to do. Out of all these years, he hasn't gone to the well and be like, listen, I've been writing sketches on Saturday Night Live for 10 years. I'm bringing back Bag and Sag and Barry. Well, do you know if he hasn't? I don't think he has. I think or like only, any of his characters or like the dude in the tub? He, no. He, Escargot, Pierre from, Escargot. From, from what I understand, he won't do it. And even when Jimmy Fallon had uh, Kel on to do Good Burger, mm -hmm. Keenan was on there, but he didn't play... He didn't play whatever he was in the Good Burger well, movie. Okay, so um, he was just he was just like some construction worker that like made a cameo. Yeah, but sidebar. Yeah. Um, in the Good Burger, um, skits on all that, he yeah. was never in those. He wasn't. No. Oh, he was just. The it movie? was Cal, and it was. Um, I know the white dude was in there. The white dude and Lori Beth would be usually be the customer. Oh. Um, but I think it was just Cal and the the white dude. I see. And maybe uh, Josh Server might have been in there. Well, he was the white dude, I thought. No, oh, I, I thought you meant the manager. Oh, yeah, then there was the adult. Yeah, yeah. they always had a, like one adult to supervise. Yeah. Make sure so I think it was them three that would be in the skits for 
uh, Good Burger. Oh, or, okay. Because I, I don't even think it was called. I don't even know. Well, it had to have been called Good Burger because he did the whole fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, welcome to but, Good Burger. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't think Keenan was ever in that until the movie. Oh. Oh. Because him and Kel had Keenan and Kel, and I think that branched off to the movie because that mm. show became popular. True. Because you could tell, like, all that, you could kind of tell who the stars were going to be. Yeah. It was Keenan, Kel, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. And those three were the only real that, like, broke Nick, out. Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah, Nick Cannon. I forgot he was on there. But he was, like, later. Yeah. He was late. He was, like, sec- second gen. Yeah. But... Like, there, Josh Server wasn't going to be anything. I was hoping for Josh Server. I mean, My he money was, was pizza on, face. He, I, I looked at him like... Well, here's the thing about, about that, the, um, the original show... Because it was on in the early 90s, the same time as, like, uh, In Living Color. Yeah. So I compared the Josh Server, Server character, and they probably did this on purpose, to, he played similarly. Jim and, Carrey. And acted similarly to Jim Carrey. And so, I, I, and I honestly think, like, that's, I'd have to go back and watch the older episodes, but I wonder if that's what the show was actually more modeled on. Probably. Because In Living Color was huge. It probably was. It was big. I mean, I bet I bet it was more based on that than Saturday Night Live. Yeah, for sure. And it just happened to be on Saturday because it was on SNCC. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. So I, I'm sure it was probably based more, because they even had, uh, they even had like musical guests and shit. TLC was on there. Yeah, Buster Rhymes was Coolio. on there. Coolio. For one of the first times I, I uh, heard of Buster Rhymes was on... Uh, all that. All that and in Living Color. Well, actually, it was in Living Color first because he was with uh, Leaders of the New School. And he came on, and I was like, who's this guy fucking... They're doing the, Yeah, doing the case of the PTA. And he was out there dancing with the Fly Girls. I was like, get out of town. With J-Lo? Yeah, this is probably J-Lo Fly Girls. That show was great, though. I want to, f- and the problem is, is they did so many like, um, uh, in Living Color is what I'm right. Thinking. That show was good because, um, well, first of all, it's hard to find because they did so many like music, fake music yeah. videos and music oriented stuff that when I watched the DVDs, I remember renting them at Blockbuster for a while. Some of the episodes were only like ten minutes long because they had to cut out all the fake. Music videos, um, like Jim Carrey uh, playing but, Snow, yeah, in form, or uh, he was Vanilla Ice as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that, but that was and he kicked his shoe off. <laughs> I remember that. That show was the best. Jamie Foxx started there. I remember fucking that show had a lot of. I mean, this, it wasn't like David Allen Greer on there. Yeah, he was on there. Um, yeah, Jim Carrey. Of course, all the Wayans. Every Wayans was on there, even yeah. the young Wayanses, um, Sean and, and Marlon Wayans, and because uh, Sean Wayans was actually SW one. Yeah, he was the DJ on there, and then because he didn't really do too many skits, he would appear in them, but he didn't really didn't he, do that. He's many. always been too cool for school. Yeah, yeah, he was he was SW one, and then I forget what Marlon Wayans did something very small. But then all the Wayans left at the same time. Yeah. Like, they fired Damon Wayans or something, and then they were like, no, we're Wayans. We're, we're finding our Wayans out. We're weighing, we're, weighing, <laughs> we're weighing it down. Yeah. And then it was just, like, Jim Carrey, and he did, like, um, what was it? Uh, the Pet Detective. And then he was like, I'm just too big for this. And that was it. And it was just Tommy Davidson and fucking David Allen Greer. Yep. And Tommy Davidson did Booty Call. And he had oh, to go. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx was in there. Jamie Foxx was good though, because he had that skit where he was that ugly no, woman. No, Jamie Foxx did Booty Call. Damon or uh, Tommy Lee. Davis, or was he in that? He too? was no. Booty Call was Jamie Foxx and Tommy and Lee Tommy, Davis? Tommy Davidson. Yeah, and uh, Tommy Davidson did uh, Woo. 
Yes, yes, he also did that. And Dave Chappelle was in that. Oh yeah, that's right. He yeah. he uh, liked to fuck his girl while she was dressed as a chicken. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And Jada Pinkett. Yeah, Jada Pinkett was was the was woo. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh that was pretty good. I don't know how we got off onto fucking in living color, but that we know. went a, we went from wrestling to in living color. Yeah, that's R- some good transitions. <clears throat> R.I.P. Scott Hall. Fuck Scott Steiner is all I got to say about that. That's fucking genetic freak piece of shit. You know, I, why couldn't we lose Scott Steiner? Why? I mean, I didn't really want to lose Scott Steiner. No, either, I do. But, I want to lose him. Um, the best Scott Hall moment was when he was yelling at uh, Rick Steiner, calling him dog face. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. I want your belt, dog face. It's a great That's clip. That's right. Oh, he did that. He had the. Remember, we were watching that JCW uh, pay per view. Yeah, that was and bad. Scott Hall came out and he was killing it. That was bad. Very gingerly. That was bad. <laughs> or he was in fucking uh, what? Uh, Big Money Hustlers or Big Money. Uh, he was the, Big Money Rustlers, yeah, the Western one. Yeah. He was like the one who would like. He was sitting at the end of the town or whatever. Yeah, to fix the population. Center. Yeah. <laughs> That's always. That uh. was. Yeah, that was his whole thing. He was just that. That one had. I forgot about that. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, R.I.P. Scott Hall. Oh, here's the thing about that. He had to have made a shitload of money with WCW. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck was he doing JCW matches? Um, like, probably because he he well he did have like addictions and shit. True. So he probably yeah. spent all most of his money doing that. Yeah. And um, dude, it's I think it's just. Like some of the dudes just need to stay relevant. Like maybe. the like wrestlers, I feel like just need to stay relevant. Because I know Kevin Nash tried to do movies and he did, but he never really took off. He mm-hmm. would just do like big hulking guys. And, and I think he, um, I think he was much smarter with his money. Probably, yeah. yeah but. He seemed to have his shit together. Yeah, I was, I was disappointed. I remember when the NWO made their comeback. It was like NWO versus Degeneration X. Oh, that was years, years later. (laughs) And And fucking Scott Hall took that back body drop, and everyone thought he was going to die then. (laughs) I I thought he had died. And then wasn't that the... Didn't Sting come out? Or is that the same... Yeah, that was Sting versus Triple H. Was Sting Sting was in that match? Yeah, it was Sting versus Triple H. And DX came out, and then the NWO came out. And, of course, Sting's going to lose, (laughs) because... They fucking hate Sting. I was so upset with that. I was hoping Sting was going to go off on like a... Like a run? A awesome run. He would have been able to ride into his glory. And, you know, the, the, the storyline I had mapped out for him was just so much better than what they did. It was so sad that, you know, he could have... What would have been great is that they made him more of a villain, like a vigilante villain like he was in WCW, where he came in. Remember they had the Seth Rollins statue and it was stolen? Right? Yes, but instead they had a note from Sting. Didn't s- they have someone tied up or something? It was somebody tied up. But what I wanted was nothing in there. But well, a- no, didn't you want someone tied up? Oh, maybe maybe that was true. Maybe I did want like, I don't- tied up in a chair or something. Or maybe and like with a note or something. But at the end of the day, whether someone was in there tied up or not, I wanted there to be a note that Triple H would then read and just be like, he would he would kind of just read it out loud, kind of like this, but kind of low, but he'd have the microphone next to him. He'd be like, oh, my dearest friend Triple H, I'm, I 
regret to inform you I'm not able to attend your jubilee and I leave you with this gift instead and and then all of a sudden it's like yours truly your friend in time sting and then all of a sudden he just crumples the card that it was written on and Triple H is this pan it's a zoom shot out like a like you just zoom out from the ring and the camera's probably like up above the crowd and he's just like sting and he's shaking his fist and he just yells it like sting and then the, the everything's silent, and it just fades to black, and you get that little thing at the corner that says, you know, copyright, WWE, whatever. And then that's it. And that's what it led up to, and it would have been just Sting fucking with Triple H constantly, like pulling all kinds of pranks. And then then what he would do is is Sting would then go and uh, and try to, like, interrupt all of the women's matches, and he ended up winning. Sting was supposed to win... The fucking Divas title or whatever the fuck they called it back then. The Butterfly Belt? The Butterfly Belt. He was going to win the Butterfly Belt because he would have done run-ins on all the women's matches with, like, a bat, <laughs> beat him up, had the ref, like, crown him, and he would have been, like, this po- this constant thorn in Triple H's side until they met up at, at fucking, what was it, SummerSlam? It was WrestleMania. WrestleMania, and they fucking wrestled it out. Old school style, but then DX comes out, NWO comes out, and then there's like this whole drama about like, well, which 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 camp is X Pac in? We don't know. Is he gonna say suck it or is he gonna say Wolfpack? We don't know. You know, we don't know what X Pac is doing, but I know he busted his ass open a few years ago, so he walks with a limp. But and then so, all the women come out and yeah, beat all their asses to get yeah, their title back. Exactly. It would have been women empowerment. It would have been a women forward thing. It would have been it was at the heat of the Me Too movement. It would have been perfect. Perfect. I got Me Too'd. What? Just, just kidding. Oh, don't scare me like that. I want to stay on Spotify, please. Don't take it. No, up. I meant like uh, you know I was gonna Me Too somebody else. Like, oh, I, oh, I'm oh. Me Too. Like I'm Me Tooing. Oh, I think you said all right. I got raped too. I thought we had a case. I got Cosby. Oh. Okay. My ass was hurting last night. <laughs> well, to go back to your original topic <laughs> of like what inspired you to get into Speaking something. Speaking of your ass hurting, when your ass hurting, get a root. <laughs> I don't know if we need to get any of that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Tune in for the next episode. We'll get a conclusion there. <laughs> but if you do decide to use a root, try Melvatroy 20 for 20% off. If it works. Yeah, if it works. Um,. But so speaking of which, here's a here's a nice way I think we can we can tie this whole thing up in a bun. <laughs> or a bundle whatever. A, a, a bow. Bundle? A bow, yeah. Is so you mentioned Scott Hall got you into wrestling. And unfortunately And Goldblum got you in the Jurassic Park. No, not exactly. But sometimes the people that get you into something do pass on. Yes. And count yourself lucky that the person who got you into wrestling has passed on in the land of the living. Whereas in somebody who got me into something that ended up leading me into a future such as this passed on, but they're still alive, but they're just dead to the public. That's Bill Cosby. (laughs) Bill Cosby. I thought was a kid. I memorized every goddamn Cosby cassette that I could find because everybody had a Cosby cassette or, or a vinyl record. I didn't have one. You talked to someone over the age of thirty in the in I the nineties. Did, I didn't have one. Well, you weren't thirty in the nineties. I didn't have one. So they. Somebody, you weren't thirty in the nineties. Yeah, but my parents were. <laughs> they all had that. Somebody I 
was able to because everyone was like, "Oh, do you like Bill Cosby?" Yeah, I'll give you. This. And I would memorize it. I would watch Ghost Dad. Still a great film. <laughs> I remember Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad was the shit, dude. That movie was awesome. I memorized it. Fucking Curtis Birch, baby, is the taxi driver who crashed the taxi that led to Cosby falling to his possible death in the ravine water. He gets out of the water. Realizes that he's a cop comes up. He tries to tell him, "Hey, a Satanist driving a taxi crashed the car." This cop says nothing, pisses on his shoe. He thinks it is an act of racism. Where in actuality, actuality, he just didn't see him because he's a ghost. But little did you know is he's actually still alive because they could see him. So he ends up floating off after he goes home and falls through his floor and door. He's able to go and meet. Sir Edith Mosen, who is a spirit guide. How How is this such in your memory right now? Because I, I told you I love this movie. Sir Edith Mosen, and they have this great back and forth because he says, well, Edith, that's a girl's name. You mean Edith? He goes, no, that was, it's it, It's also a boy's name. And he's like, what, this is, that's, it's definitely a girl's name. And he goes, well, I was named after my grandmama. And he goes, see, it is a girl's name. And he goes, no, it's not. And they get in an argument. It's great. It's a great piece of dialogue. Ghost Dad was the shit. Bill Cosby was the biggest influence as far as getting me into, Your lifestyle? Like, not my lifestyle. <laughs> Had nothing to do with my lifestyle. I don't know. <laughs> I will never hand you a drink ever in my life. We are not doing that. I don't even want it to. I don't even want you to complain. You got food poisoning. I don't even want you to drink something in the same room as me. Yeah, you fuck. Yeah, you take your drink. You go get it from <laughs> you the take seven. Your drink and shove it up your ass. Yeah, it'll get to the bloodstream quicker. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Fucking beer chug or a butt chug. But Bill Cosby was the best. And he got me into that, and unfortunately, he died in the public eye because he's a rapist. Just like OJ. Uh, yes. He got me into football. Just kidding. He no. didn't. The Naked Gun movies were great, though. <laughs> and then he killed his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Allegedly. Allegedly. If he did it. Yeah. If he did it. So, R.I.P. Scott Hall. R.I.P. Bill Cosby. R.I.P. OJ, except for his Twitter. It's fucking magic. His, his Twitter's on fire right now. He's just giving out sports picks. He's the best. <laughs> who, who, why wouldn't you want to play fantasy football with the juice? The juice. Come on, dude. Oh, man. I wish I, I wish, I wish, I wish my nickname was the juice. That is such a great nickname. Yeah, I know. I should, instead of Bobby Caboose, I might be just be called Bobby the Juice. Bobby the Juice. <laughs> Melvin Troy and Bobby the Juice. <laughs> oh God. Well, I think I think we we gave we I paid we, our respects. I think yeah, I think we tackled what we needed to tonight. Yes, R.I.P. Scott Hall, <laughs> R.I.P. Cosby, R.I.P. the Juice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> follow the Juice on Twitter. Yes. It's it's gold. Of course, um, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, and on Twitch. Uh, on, 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 on on and on Instagram. Yes. Um, you know, we have wrestling Tuesdays now. Yes, we do. We had, I think we had a pretty good show tonight. It was yeah for we, our premiere. It's a big one. Whether it's called Turnbuckle Tuesdays or whatever we're calling it. Yeah. Tuesdays Uncooked was the old name, or we did it on Mondays, but yeah, yeah. whatever. 
Um, we'll figure out a name if it's not Turnbuckle Tuesday. But um, we have big things coming then. Mm-hmm. We got more promos, more um, interactive shit that you guys will enjoy. Yeah. Podcast every week. Um, except for, well, last week was this week. But oh, yeah. yeah. Well, last week, so let's 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 address the elephant in the room. So here's the short, here's the long of the short of it. The last episode was a little late. The reason it was a little late is because I spent two nights in the woods, two sleepless nights in the woods. It's an experience that I'll never forget, and I learned a lot, and that is definitely a story for another day. Um, it's a great. It's actually a really good story. Um, it's actually. Like, it's a story good enough. I wouldn't say you could make a movie out of it, but it would definitely be at least a two-episode arc. Could be a made-for-TV movie. I would say, though, if you want a general idea, uh, if you've ever watched The Sopranos, I highly suggest you go to season three and look up the episode Pine Barrens. Um, That will give you the general gist, um, (laughs) minus killing a Russian. Okay, we're not. I'm not doing that. I'm. I'm, I'm staying neutral uh, in in that whole Russian conflict. But regardless, that's why it was late. But it shouldn't be late like that uh, in the future. And if you missed tonight's wrestling uh, turnbuckle Tuesdays, that'll be available on YouTube. Um, we have a 32-bit championship tournament going on, a tag team championship tournament going on, leading up to our WrestleMania, or actually our 64-bit mania on April 10th. April 10th. It's a mark, Sunday. Mark that on your calendars. WWE does pay-per-views on Sundays. We do pay-per-views on Sundays. Yep. That's how it happens. We don't fuck around. We're coming for you, Vince. Yeah, Vince. There's two people I got in my targets. Vince McMahon. And Tony Khan. Scott Steiner. <laughs> That's who's coming. Right. I'm coming for you. They're both fucking ripped. Yep. Yeah, a fucking kill shot. <laughs> That's what I'm the song. All right. By Eminem. Yep. That's I'll that song is about you, Steiner. They're gonna fucking uh machine gun Kelly you. No, they won't. Yeah, they will. No. Or they'll ja rule your ass. <laughs> they ain't gonna jaw rule shit. Steiner ain't got shit on me. Steiner's gonna fifty cent to your jaw rule. He's Scott- gonna bring like everyone he knows. Scott Steiner. Let me tell you something, Steiner, if you're listening out there, which I know you are. You're always tracking my moves. Steiner, you're my mortal enemy now. If I was in a ring with you and we went one-on-one, you'd have maybe like a one-third and fourth chance of winning. I'd have like a 3,000 and two-thirds chance of winning. Add those numbers up. Yeah, add them up, Steiner. We'll see you at sacrifice. Yeah, spells disaster for you. I'm coming. I'm cooming. Yeah. Well, until next time, what you're going to do, brother, if the 64-bit legends and all of the 64-bit legend maniacs come running wild on you, dude, every fucking Tuesday.